It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey everyone, it's Wade and Ryan here. NFL in London, and yes, it's still the off season. Um, we're excited. The draft is coming. Only for a good day. Draft. Well, it's actually this is the first I think first day of the season. It feels like. Mm-hmm. Well, because um, Aaron Rodgers is 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 well, on it's on the Jets, but um, we have lots mean, of that to talk what, about. What a shocker! When it oh came through. my gosh, it finally just, came through. The NFL uh, world just ground ground to a halt after listening to this fantastic story about the underdog, the little underdog that is the Aaron little one Rogers. that could. Um, you know, okay, deal. I mean, the one interesting thing about the trade, obviously, is that, you know, the second round for next year is contingent on him playing 65% this year. Um, well, that's what makes me think it's not that great. But I, I don't think it's a great trade. For, I think it's a good trade for the Packers, but not for the Jets. I think it's a great trade for like, the Jets. No, it's a great trade for the Jets in the fact that you get Aaron Rodgers, I guess, if yeah. he's still up to what he was. But you're like you're going to be giving up a first next year because I'm sure you're anticipating it. Um, I'm sure anticipating that he's going to play over 65% of the snaps. And if he does, then it's a first round pick next year. Second round, second round, not first. No, it's, if it's under, if it's under 65, it's a second. Yes. So if it's over, I think it's a first next year. So it's like, you're going to give up a first next year and a swap this year and a second this year. It's pretty big. You know, uh, it's a pretty big gamble, and I think I think the pack did well to just sit back and just wait and wait and wait and got what they needed to. So. Well, for the Jets, you know, you've got that team, you've got that defense, which was a solid defense. You had enough tools. It was always that, that those games are like, geez, the Jets have so many good players. If only they could win. And Zach Wilson, just you know, the fact that you had to rely on Joe Flacco to bail you out. Uh, this this is good for them, uh, I think. Um, and and Aaron Rodgers uh, yeah. ch- changes his number. He's number eight again. Um, oh, so, yeah, because he doesn't want to be Broadway Joe. He's not going to. Well, like, Joe gave it to him, yeah. but I think he said he wanted the same number. I think he as made he, the right choice. The Golden I think Bears, he made the, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, it's hilarious how he's just, I think the, the, uh, the most ironic, hilarious thing is just how this is mirroring the Favre mm. story. And totally. like, if you would have, if you would have told him, like, "Hey, in 15 years, you're gonna turn into this guy and do the exact same thing he does," in yeah. his rookie year, to been like this fucking prick. I'm not my dad. You don't know me. I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna use uh, state money to fund a volleyball court. He's got a That's very big interest. No, he's apparently he's very interested Rogers in Mississippi. Yeah, Mississippi volleyball is is a big thing in Aaron Rodgers' heart. Suddenly, Who's, yeah, he's an ayahuasca, um, and he's like, you know what, volleyball. Um, Brett Favre, by the way, tried to get out of that civil suit. He hasn't been charged formally with everything. It's a civil suit, right? So he hasn't been fully charged. Well, I don't his, know. his lawyers tried to remove himself from the civil suit the other day. And the judge is like, that's a really weak excuse. Denied. Uh, so he still has a potential for that. Anyway, Aaron Rodgers. Um, the one interesting thing um, is it based on schedule, there is a 25% chance that the Jets will play the Packers this year. They played them last year, obviously, um, and lost. Uh, the Packers lost to the Jets, so um, it'd be interesting to see, you know, if if they uh, if they do Man, play, I, if they face each other this year. Twenty five percent. I think if uh, well, they're going to be able to. They can make the schedule any way they want. So the percentages, it's like if they want it, they'll make it happen. Well, it's already the schedule's already done. It comes out May eleventh. The international games get released May fourth. Everyone, by the way, Ooh, that that is the exciting. schedule. We have been told that May fourth is when the date. When the international games will be fully released, Ryan and I will have our predictions in the next podcast. 
we'll make our predictions for the games. But I I think that makes a sexy uh, Sunday night opener of Jets Packers of the NFL season. Like oh, if you're looking yeah. for a game, yeah, like what could be a great game to open up the season? Hell yeah. Yeah, that would well, be fantastic. I, I, I would like to. I'd like, I'd like to. I don't know if I want to see it the opener. I I want to see it when they're cooking. I don't know, man. You uh, come out, you set the tone of the season. I think that's a great opener. Well, I'd like to see it when they're maybe like both, like say week seven, yeah, and they're both two and five say, records. Yeah, 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 they're shit, uh, and they're and both it's horrible a crappy game. Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers is like, throwing. You got to yeah. understand. You got to also be worried that you're going to pull the Denver mistake because they put all these Russell Wilson games in prime time thinking that they were going to be amazing. He's going to cook. And they stunk up the joint every single time. The the good thing is one of those, he was using one of those Sainsbury's barbecues in the park. Yeah. Disposables (laughs) Um, cooking like Russ. Uh, The good thing is though, that New York has far greater population of buses than Wisconsin does, which means there's far more buses for Aaron Rodgers to throw his teammates under. Uh, that's a positive to look at i think you have to we are excited though the international games uh, we'll do our predictions because there are the three games coming and then the, the germany game so we'll do ours um you know ab uh i think we all have seen he's uh the, the judge is looking for him again the police are looking for him child support uh he owes apparently little girl he's got a six-year-old little girl who yeah uh what a guy what a yeah guy. father of the year um <laughs> dancing away now, the interesting thing, the other thing we're talking about is the Derrick Henry situation. Now, Derrick Henry up and down. Uh, Philadelphia is claiming, and everyone's talking about how he goes to Philadelphia. Tennessee's general manager says, no one's talked to me. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, is, you know, obviously a lot of people go, geez, you know, geez, Louise Miles Sanders had a heck of a year last year uh, with Philadelphia. Imagine what Derrick Henry trucking all over the NFC East would do to that division. How likely do you think something like that is? Or do you think that Tennessee's, they don't have a quarterback. Uh, they're obviously going to try to draft one. Do you, do you think they'd try to hold on? To I mean, I don't know. I think if you can get anything for a 30 year old running back, who's that has the mileage on him that Derrick Henry has like, but the problem is you also got this contract where no one wants to pay running backs. And you got a guy who mm-hmm. makes like 11 million a year or something like that. So I get, I could totally see it happening. Um, the, yeah, the rumors of someone like Philly, like putting him behind that offensive line would just be sick mm-hmm. um, and really fun to watch. That team would be almost unstoppable in the NFC. But again, I just don't see anyone else who's really going to do it. Like, I guess you could have said someone like Buffalo, but I I doubt it. They'd have to like make it work financially to give up. And they're not going to give up a lot. I think that's the thing. No one's going to give up a first. Mm-hmm. Henry he knows they give up a second, especially to take on that money I, for a 30 year old. Yeah. And, and, and no guarantees of how many, you know, how he's going to affect it. It's not like 10 years ago where, you know, how many touchdowns a guy's going to put up. You're, you're like, okay, well, he's a compliment. And I think the same sort of goes now with Dalvin cook. You know, you've got that sort of double head with Madison and now you've got this cook contract. Minnesota sort of looking, well, geez, we got, you know, a lot of running backs here, uh, a lot of costs. Um, so it's it seems an interesting thing that there's some marquee running backs that are available, but nobody really cares. Um, it, you know, it's uh, a lot of teams, and you just wonder, you know, could Derrick Henry could he take a team, you know, that is 
you know, a 500 team or below a 500 team and give them that extra edge that puts them in. Because, you know, one player like that can make the difference. Yeah. Absolutely. In a couple of games, you know, he's a guy, if you keep it close, if you got a defense, you look at the Carolina Panthers, something like that, you know, like, you know, McCaffrey. Well, you McCaffrey saw what, games. Yeah. Well, you saw what McCaffrey did when he went to San Francisco, yeah. like made them instantly this dynamic. I've made Brock Purdy. People think that this guy is like a legend. Mm-hmm. Uh, like this unheard, unheard of hero. So, um, again, yeah, I think I think he could get traded, but I don't think he will. I think that's one to me that just feels like smoke because it's just a lot to give up. I yeah, think. yeah, which I don't, I don't think a, they're going to do. It's a lot of money. Um, interesting. Uh, the other story, obviously, Allen Robinson, I fall a former Bear, um, who probably maybe had his best years behind him. Who knows? Um, he was all over trashing the Rams now that he has moved on uh, to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, you know, 10 million contract, Pittsburgh's eaten half of it. A uh, couple of late, late picks for him. It, it adds a good dynamic, but you wonder if Kenny Pickett and Allen Robinson, how that's going to work with that dynamic. But he basically said, you know, um, you know, when you're when you're a fork and they and all they want is a spoon, it doesn't really work. And I think he was sort of trashing the fact that the Rams just didn't use him. I mean, he Obviously, didn't play a full season. He was injured last year. Injuries have happened on this guy. Uh, you just wonder, how, is is the glory days of the Allen Robinson, did the Bears sort of, you know, take the well, shot? Yeah, it doesn't, like, like, he wasn't just bad. He was, like, invisible last mm-hmm. year. He didn't, so he had just such a drop-off that it's it's hard to, even though he, like, he did have Matt Stafford, yeah, he did get injured and he lost him for a bit. But he just never, yeah, looked comfortable. Never, especially with all the hype, you would think, going with Cooper Cup and all the mm. balls that would be available for him. He just was literally a no-show. And he ruined a lot of people's fantasy football. Who thought yeah. like, oh, Allen Robinson, to get the year, this could be great. Defending champs, Sean yeah. McVay. And it just did not work. So, again, I think you, you have him with the cross from Pickens. If you get another receiver, sure. I just you – know, you're getting him on the cheap and, you know, it's just a bad – trade another one f them picks and that that the rams do and it just kind of backfired on them it didn't work and now they're eating a lot of definitely they're paying so much money the rams yeah to players who are not on their team this year like, yeah. it's hard to imagine that they're not one of the worst teams in football it's like the dave orsay's uh nfl team it's like you're just paying for all your exes and your family's uh your family's struggling to eat um but the draft is here, uh, and Jerry Jones uh, funny, said, we don't have a drafting problem. We have a coaching problem. <laughs> uh, here's a boat. Here's a bus for you, Coach McCarthy. Yeah. Um, so uh, we'll get into the draft, and obviously uh, the Bears had the number one pick, but well, what do we do? We, we made a move. We made a move indeed. Um, so we'll get into the draft, uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll look at some of the, the draft options that we have and, and who could go where. All right, so we're going to take a look first at uh, number one, uh, Oak Carolina, uh, the Panthers. Yeah, uh, Ryan, uh, they're look they're looking for a quarterback. I think that's sort of the way we're going. But who is the quarterback that they want? Who, who do you <laughs> Bijan think? John Robinson. Uh, you think they're going to go Bijan? Yeah. Um, listen, I think it's going to be Bryce Young. I think mm. that even though I, there's no way they're not terrified of his size, and no way yeah. seeing what happened to Tua can't worry them. Um, but 
from just everyone, everyone you see again, I'm not a huge college football player, but from ever, like he did that test and scored the highest, um, which was like one of the highest that they've ever had scoring on it. He just is a guy who just, again, even in college, what I read, didn't get the ball batted down as much as you think. Um, so I just think he's just the best the best quarterback. I think there's not even a question that he's the best. Is he the most physically gifted? No. Is he the biggest, strongest? No, but he's the best. And kind of like I think also people are afraid with what happened with Baker and Kyler. The small guys haven't been great, number yeah. one. So, but I think they just if you whiff on if you pass on him and he's amazing, you're gonna kill like you everyone's gonna hate you. So you just gotta kinda hope he doesn't get murdered. Yeah, is what I think. Yeah, no, I agree with you on this. And I mean, I did watch watching the college football, and you've got the Stetson Bennett who doesn't go anywhere uh, on the number one team. But you know, Bryce Young, as you talk about that quarterback IQ, the the way that I when I watch him, you watch him see the field, and you're like, oh man, this kid is scanning. When you talk about you know topping high in that IQ and and the aptitude test, you could see it. He's this smart guy, and I think that's also the problem. You look, it's not also the size; it's smart. He's smart. Baker Mayfield, maybe not so smart. You know, Justin Fields, smart. You know, it's having that, even if you're a bit smaller, that applicability and IQ that can read the field and you can yeah. adapt. And maybe Trey Lance, you know, the, the problem is I think a lot of people thought that about Trey Lance. But Trey Lance also, when you're playing North Dakota State, you're not really you're not playing those NFL caliber teams. Well, it's also the guys that and the guys who've been failing in the last couple of years are are guys who just haven't had a lot of starts in college where they were yeah. like one year and that's it. Like Zach Wilson. I think Mitch Trubisky was one, didn't have a lot yeah. of starts. Um, and there was even one and uh, Zach Wilson, like it's just been, it's been real bad <laughs> for them. So it's again, you want a guy who's at least played college for a couple of years, has a system. So yeah, I think yeah. it's a new brainer. I think yeah, you want a kid who's been in it and playing at a caliber that is, you know, ready to develop to the NFL, not someone who's playing garbage at BYU or something like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Number two is Houston. The Texans have many problems. Um, but where do you think they're going to go first? Obviously, they're not going to trade it for quarterback, so they're probably going to take, I would think, something next best. But who do you think they have? Well, yeah, because I, I guess to me, it's like if you're at two, but you don't have a guy who thinks like next level generation can't miss. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you just can't. You try and trade it, or which I think they'll try and do. Yeah, I think they'll try and get someone to do it. But if they can't, yeah, I think you just got to go like when they shocked everyone years ago when they went with Mario Williams, Houston yeah. over Reggie Bush. Yeah. And everyone thought Reggie Bush was going to be number one. They were just like, eh. And yeah. they looked like a great move. So I think they're going to go uh, defensive end. Um, again, you need pass rushers. That's yeah. the one thing you know in the NFL. If you can get one. You get your you get J.J. It. Watt to start your team. You get the team exactly. to build the defense around. Yeah. So I'm going with Will Anderson. I think there's oh, yeah. just lots of, of talk. He's the best pass rusher. He's just the most natural. Again, there's guys who are – I I just want the guys who are the best pass rushers and get to the quarterback the best. And he's supposed to be it in a like Khalil Mack type of way. So yeah. that's where I go for And Get your monster. Get your yeah. monster. And I think they know there's still a lot of pieces away. So I think they're looking next year for like a guy like Caleb Williams. Maybe mm-hmm. they think they're going to be just as shit this year. Yeah. So um, I think I don't think they're going to go quarterback. I just don't. No, either do I. And it, it had they 
had the ability to maybe possibly trade up with Chicago to get that number one to guarantee that, you know, they've got a price. I think you go back to the building, which is the JJ Watt. You go back and you build that solid defense. You build and a defensive end. So I, I was torn in between Will Anderson and Tyree Wilson. I'm looking between both because they're both phenomenal. Um, but you've, you've got this, you know, Alabama. I think he fits. And I, I do have Will. I wasn't sure if maybe it was Tyree with either or. Um, but I have Will Anderson, defensive end, Alabama, going there. I just think you just need to build that. Their defense was horrible, and you've got to start building on something this year. I mean, they were just getting gashed by everybody. Um, so build the defense. You know, start to be able to get at the quarterbacks, put some pressure on. Uh, moves us on to number three. Um, you know, there's so many issues when we talk about the Arizona Cardinals, <laughs> uh, and we talk yeah, about that- the Kyler Murray, the lottery ticket that turned out to be covered in goat shit but um they've got to look at you know they've lost a lot of their defenses gone downhill they've lost a lot of things hopkins we don't even know what the heck is going on but they, there's a lot of people who've been leaving that team um yeah and there's going to be a lot there's, of empty locker rooms so there's no way that you don't think they're going to be the worst team next year no they're going to lose they're gonna be real bad yeah uh, buddha baker uh once off the team he's yeah. the best safety like everyone's just rats off a sinking ship like they're yeah. out of here we're gone um so to me I think they're going to be desperate to trade. I think if you know your shit and now you've got someone who wants someone like uh, Will Levis, who you yeah. hear a lot about. So I think they're going to be in a really good spot because I think people, if there are two or three teams, especially that the Colts are next, I yeah. think someone's going to jump up. So I think Arizona's going to trade it. Oh, but I, that's my pick. And I'm going to go, I'm going to have some fun with this. Um, I kind of want to go that the Raiders are going to make the Raiders at number seven. You think we'll trade up? Yeah, yeah, and go to three. And I think they're going to go Will Levis. I think they need their quarterback, especially after you got rid of Carr, and you can sit him behind Jimmy G if you want, or let him battle it out at camp. And you get you get Josh McDaniels as quarterback. I don't know. I think that'll be just a fun, fun little move by the Raiders because. Sitting at seven, you're not really going to get one. And I think the Raiders, I, you got to sell tickets too in Vegas, right? Even yeah. Vegas, but but well, yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy G is just not the guy you want to be like, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. So I think I Vegas. Okay. Well, I, I think the Raiders are in desperate need of an offensive tackle, but I think Arizona is going to stay the same thing. I think they take a defensive uh, and Tyree Wilson, Texas Tech. Um, just because they need it. They need defense as well. They've lost so much. This guy's phenomenal as well. Between him and Will Anderson, I think these two were going to be the standouts. Um, it would be silly, you know, for any this defensive behemoth on the board uh, for them not to take him. Uh, you got Kyler, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, don't trade it away. I would just start building that defense and, and worry about the fact that you're, everyone on your defense is left. So start building the locker room. Start building the the, the names. So I've got them taking defensive end. Tyree Wilson. It brings us up to number four, uh, Indianapolis. Ooh, man, they went all in on Matt Ryan last year, and that didn't go well. Uh, It's a disappointing year for the Colts, who have seemed to have gone offensive line that used to be the best in football to just almost the worst. Defense helped them out, um, but uh, it was also a bad year for Jonathan Taylor. How, who are they going to do to get the, the game going? It's obvious. I think they need a quarterback. Um, is this the draft? They get one in. Well, see that this this is with the Raiders go and do that. That's a nightmare scenario for the for the Colts, because yeah. I think they would have drafted someone like Will Levis, uh, probably looking at someone like him. So they're now looking at the third 
best quarterback in the draft, potentially. Yeah. You don't know how it's going to turn out. But um, so I'm I'm gonna say that it's gonna be tough because they're not gonna want to keep this. But I'm gonna say that they're gonna have to go CJ Stroud and just no, have I- to take him and take their bites and just be like, hopefully this guy. Um, even though that little test he took, hopefully that's just bullshit and a lot of just overhype. And this is who they actually wanted in the first place. But that's where I'm going to go with Stroud. Yeah, I think they did want him in the first place. I, I think that they like him more than Will Levis. Um, so I, I think Stroud is their man, Ohio State man, close enough. Um, and I think that's the guy that they want to build their team around. I think he's sort of always been their guy. Um, number Maybe. number five is Seattle. Uh, Seattle, uh, obviously, you know, Gino was their man last year, but they had a lot of issues uh, across offense, across defense. So many things. Uh, how do you solve a problem like Seattle, Maria? Um, yeah. How do you, how do you think that uh, the, the Seahawks are going to go? Um, listen, the one thing about the Seahawks is last year they just got passed on nonstop. Like they had no defense. They couldn't stop mm-hmm. anything. And you, you saw it, especially in that San Francisco game, and they just couldn't do anything to stop them. Just walked up and down the field. They got a lot of holes. And I think if you can get um, one of the best corners – Okay. Um, in, in the league, so have finally had that shutdown guy like they had with, with um, when they had the Legion of Boom back mm-hmm. in the day. So I think they're going to go with uh, Christian Gonzalez and okay. go just get their guy because I think they have another pick at like twelve or something or something like that. So I think if you some, yeah. the best court, something like that and see yeah. who falls to you there. But I think they just need some. Definitely need they're getting Bobby Wagner back, but they need some help in the secondary. Yeah, well, I, I would say they also uh, need some front, uh, some help up front as well. Um, see, Seattle to me has that history. They sometimes they take the bad boys, sometimes they go with the bad choices. Uh, Jalen Carter to me is is one of those guys who's you know whose name has fluctuated up and down. He's gone from people thinking at two to nine to maybe maybe not in the first round. Still a phenomenal defensive tackle from Georgia. I think they go with him. Uh, I think that you know Seattle takes it takes a risk uh, on a on a bit of a guy uh, who might kill someone. Who knows? But isn't that the thrill? <laughs> isn't that the fun bit about That's... the NFL? He might be a murderer. Um, it's go. still worth it. So I, I think they're you know a lot of people are sort of going, oh, this Jalen Carr, his name is being thrown around, and and when that happens, it's usually because somebody either really wants him or somebody really wants to tank him. Um, and I, and I think that uh, Seattle takes him. Detroit, uh, they're going to need some defense. I bet I bet you they need defense. How much do you want to bet? Um, bet four guys? Bet a couple guys? <laughs> um, yeah, Calvin Ridley called them in, apparently. Um, so Detroit, uh, you know, they've lost a few defense on to the betting. But this is the, they got the guys who are starting to put it together. You know, they're golfing it up. Um, and so how do you think that the Detroit is going to look? Where are they looking for um, well, I am going to go that I think Detroit's going to do something great. I think they, if this board fell to them, which I don't think it would, but I'm going to go that Tyree Wilson and match him up with Aiden Hutchinson on the outside and just have oh, okay. these two young terrors just coming up with Dan Campbell barking at them, getting them pumped up like Latimer in that old football movie. <laughs> yeah. Called. Um, getting them like that. So I, I'm going to go with that. I think if, if Detroit because they're in such a good little spot this year that they can make this defense really something special because the offense is going to be able to move the ball. I don't think there's any question about that. What we saw, especially um, Jamison Williams after his suspension gets back. So I'm going to go, if they can get Tyree Wilson, then boom, they got a, they got a one, two edge. That's going to be one of the scariest in the league. 
Well, I, yeah, I think they're going to have to go cornerback uh, only because they did get burned a lot deep. And uh, you score them, they can score. You know, you can get score them on them quite a bit. Plus, also, uh, they've lost a few guys in the betting. So I think they're going to go from Illinois cornerback Devin Witherspoon. Witherspoon. Um, you know, they've got some gaps. They need some some help at cornerback. He's probably the best one, the fast of the game. He's a little short guy, but he's a speedster and he'll make a lot of picks. So I think that's a possibility there. We look at number seven now. Uh, it's the Las Vegas Raiders. Maybe soon to get a baseball team. Las Vegas uh, as <laughs> How Ryan... about that? Oakland's just getting just jacked. Oh, like the worst stadium in the league. Yeah, I mean, it's like... Two teams to Vegas. Yeah. Oh, and they can't even convince yikes. him to stay. It's like, screw it, we're gone. Uh, we're moving to Dean Martin Boulevard. Um, so Las Vegas, uh, they got Jimmy G, uh, but they got no one to protect him. Um, and uh, they need a lot. Vegas is, uh, you know, they, they had a lot of tools, those offensive tools, but, you know, they got to protect Jimmy G. Um, they've also got some defensive issues as well. Um, Vegas needs a lot of help and doesn't have a lot of money. Uh, number seven. Now, Ryan, you said that you thought they were going to trade with Arizona. Well, yeah. So this would be my Arizona, mm-hmm. which... Um, which is where I think they're going to just say um, they're going to go for one of the best corners. I think they have so many, and especially if Buda Baker is going to get traded, they, they just have so many questions. So I'm going to go with them going with De- Devin Witherspoon okay. um, and just take the safe pick and just don't, don't go like, if you know your team's going to be this shit, just take the safe pick. Yeah. I think he's pretty safe pick and getting, you can't have enough corners in this league the way the NFL is going. And it's just vital. Yeah. To get one of the best. Like, look, look at what Sauce Gardner did Ooh. for the Jets. Like, like, changed their whole team because yeah. of how good he was. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, yeah, I, I've got them going offensive, uh, offensive line. Um, now, Paris Johnson, obviously, I would like him to go to the Bears, uh, because he's Ohio State and he'd be playing with uh, his old buddy Justin, but I think he's too good. And, and I think uh, Vegas is going to take Paris Johnson. You, you, you can't. Jimmy G is just going to get smoked, uh, and they're going to have to protect him because he's a little glass man. Um, so that's that's what I would say. They're going to take Paris Johnson. We moved over to Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta needs some help as well. Uh, who do you have the Atlanta the Falcons taken? Well, even though there's talk about Bijan, which would kind of funny, it just wouldn't really make sense. No. It would be that pick. So I'm going to go with. I think they just need pass rush again. They're just one of those teams. I think they're. If you can, if you can fix that, they've done a bunch of really good signings uh, this offseason. Like Atlanta's been spending money like crazy. Yeah. So now, if you can get a good pass rush, so I'm going to go with Nolan Smith. They're going to get a Georgia local boy to play for them. So I'm going to go with Nolan Smith. Okay. I also think uh, there's too many. There's so many offensive tackles. It's a Christmas stocking stuffed full of offensive tackles, and that's one big stocking. Um, but I love from Northwestern Peter Skaronsky, uh, big kid. You know, doesn't stop a lot getting by. Um, and, uh, you know, it stops the sacks. That's what you want. So I've got Peter Skaronsky going for Atlanta, which brings me now to the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears pick ninth. Obviously, we've switched around some. But still, Chicago, going to make a move. We're going to trade. Who do you think, what do you think Chicago is going to take here? Well, I think Chicago's got, if they're smart, should go offensive line. Mm-hmm. you got to protect you got to protect your investment, especially the fact that you traded out of the number one spot, especially yeah. if Bryce Young becomes this guy. Like, you know, 
Justin Fields is good, but he did get hit a lot. He got sacked a oh, lot. Yeah. Especially oh, gosh, in the first yeah. couple of games. So, and if you can get the best offensive lineman at the ninth or ninth pick, you go for it. So I'm gonna have him going Peter Skoronsky. Northwestern, just, yeah. Yeah, He's just good. have him basically be that staple left tackle that you need, that you can basically build around. You've got a couple pieces, you still um yeah, unfortunately, you traded your <laughs> number two pick, uh, but you still right. got DJ Moore. <laughs> it'll be all right, but I think you have to protect Justin Fields. Give him a bit more time so he can pass, so he doesn't have to just run like a maniac because that's going to get you killed. Yeah, no, and I agree with you on that one, which is why, since I've seen Skaronsky and Johnson go, I think Johnson would be great because I said he has worked with Fields before. But I think the only one left is from Tennessee is Darnell Wright. Uh, he's also a big guy. Really big guy. Uh, didn't allow much pressure on the quarterback last year. Just one of those guys that just sits in the pocket and doesn't let the, the just controls the pocket. So I think Chicago is going to go with them. I agree with you. Offensive tackle. We'll move on to our 10th uh, pick. And it's the final one we've got. Philadelphia. Who knows? They might trade it. Who knows? Tennessee. You don't know. But Philadelphia. 10th pick. Who do you think they're going to take? Oh, see, this is uh, interesting. I'm going to say. If they, I, I have them going to Jalen Carter. Okay. I think he's going to fall to them. I think he's one of those guys that they got Fletcher Cox. They got these oh, yeah. kind of bad boy throw batteries at. Just great. <laughs> just like real big leaders, veterans that, that this guy who's been, has been off field issues could sit back and learn from and not, you know, could kind of just be like put in his place if he has to be. But I think, I think if he finds someone like this with the upside, even though the off, you know, you just take that chance because, you know, you you're not gonna, you can go with like Bijan, but again, I think you've shown that you can pretty much run with anyone. So what's is Bijan Robinson gonna do that much of a difference compared to what someone like Jalen Carter, if he's at his best, could do? Yeah. So I'm gonna say that he falls. Take him. I, I've got Philadelphia since uh, you know losing a bit of uh, defense last year. Um, I've got Philadelphia taking from Iowa defensive end Lucas Van Ness. Um, he sounds like something you'd find in a, hiding in a lake. The Lucas Van yeah. Ness, <laughs> uh, defensive big dude from Iowa. Um, you know, Philadelphia's got to make up for some of that defense last year. Yeah, yeah, you can look at the way they played in the Super Bowl. That defense was not what it was supposed to be. Yeah, it, it needed to show up. So that that's you know, there's a few little pieces and tweaks that Philadelphia needs to make. Uh, to really be devastating, and and I think he could be one of them. Uh, the draft, everyone, that's what Ryan and I have picked. So far, what we think is going to happen in the draft, uh, are you going to stay up uh, till uh, the wee hours? No. I'm, no. no. I'm going to wake up very early and watch it. I am excited because a lot of great stuff happens on the draft. Like last year, we had that A.J. Brown trade. Oh, the drama. There'll be I, drama. I, We're going to see lots of trades and stuff. Maybe there'll be I a streaker. knows that, and I think they like that that drama just drives so? viewers and it's just instead of doing it like three days before save it for the night of it just adds to the oh shit when people just have the like the massive overreactions on twitter yeah. uh watch people smashing their tvs apparently i've heard that see. uh bud light is looking to get traded i don't know why something's happening <laughs> there i'm not sure but there should be something interesting there as well i'm not sure yeah. Folks, that's it for this podcast. <laughs> Thanks a lot for listening. And uh, we'll be more. Ryan and I will be back next week with our uh, or the next podcast. Post-draft. Post-draft cast on that. And we'll also, before the international games, Ryan and I will have our predictions. Thanks a lot for listening. <laughs>